Hey, Bruce. Yes, sir. Guess what we're doing a week from today? LA Auto Show. We're going to the LA Auto Show. Can't wait. Two years in the making, right? Absolutely. Other shows have canceled already for 2022, I think. Um, Geneva and uh, some other ones have already gone, but LA is going to abide by the new rules of the road that we have to abide by, and we can't wait to get on the road and be there in a week from today. This will uh, be the big one. I mean, it's the really big one because the other ones are canceled. That's so. right. So to enlighten us today, we have uh, David Fortin, and he is the head of consumer marketing uh, for the wonderful world of the LA Auto Show and automobility. Is that right? Did I say Automobility. Automobility for the press. And so, David, welcome to the Weekly Driver Podcast. We can't wait to um, hear all about uh, the wonderful world of the auto, even though it's at the end of the year, it's the first major show of the of the new year, so to speak. So, David, thanks for being available today. Love it. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate you having me. Uh, happy to be here and can't wait to talk about the show. Great. Uh, let's look at some of the new stuff this year. Um, you've got a couple of things. We actually know the host uh, fairly well. We had him on as a podcast with the new awards that you guys are going to be part of. Uh, Alex uh, is going to be the host of that, I believe, a guy from Sacramento who we had on as a podcast host back in the day a few years ago, and he's done great things. So let's start with that. What is the the new award program that's going to be a a big stink this year, if you will? Yeah, that's right. So Alex Guberman, uh, E for Electric, uh, he's definitely from your neck of the woods. Uh, The Zivas is one of the things we're probably most proud of as you know, an organization and something that was born, uh, you know, within our company. Um, our founder, not our founder, our owner and CEO, Lisa Kaz, you know, really has always been connected to where car vehicles are and where they're going. And as the sort of EV mandate started to, you know, come into play, even as a whisper and now more as true mandates, she recognized that the LA Auto Show has always had a place in history to almost have an obligation to inform, educate, inspire people to what, what does mobility look like in the future and help them get more comfortable and closer to that future today. Um, you know, new is scary sometimes, and certainly with such a transformative change that we're going through from internal combustible engines to zero emission vehicles. She really came up with what, how can we play in that space and and what are we going to do? And so through a lot of conversation and collaboration, the Zivas was born, which was to honor the top zero emission vehicles available today for sale or for pre-order but do it in a way that connected the, the public. And so it was a public choice um, voting. Uh, and that really allowed us to tap into where are people today? How, what vehicles do they know about? And what vehicles might they be most interested in when presented with that information? Um, so we nominated 90-something uh, vehicles that are out there across nine different category segments whittled that down to three top finalists, closed the voting last week, and, and we've got our nine winners to announce at Automobility LA. That sounds like a great thing, sure. It's amazing how far electric vehicles have come in the last few years. I, I, remember, I remember being at LA a few years back in a three-wheeled 
little contraption with a tiller instead of a steering wheel that was electric. Yes. And you got to do drives around the block. <laughs> what a joke, you know, top speed of 30. And yes. that, now we've got, right. you know, yeah. uh, high performance, performance vehicles. Exactly. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize it was not really amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, available for pre sale or on sale today, we had, I think, 93 different vehicles nominated. Fantastic. The, uh, as a side note, uh, I haven't told Bruce this yet, but I got word the other day we're we're going to be uh, related to that on our way down there uh, because we're going to be driving uh, a hydrogen car. Oh, you got it! I got the a hydrogen vehicle, the Hyundai uh, Nexo. Very cool. And so we're going to experiment. I did it once before. <laughs> you uh, ran out of I, fuel. I ran, out of, I ran out of hydrogen, but it was all part of the story. But that was the Honda version, and this is the Hyundai version. So. When there's two of us in the car, I guess we can we can somehow put the two brains together and make sure we're looking at the app. So where the where we the, don't run out, we don't run out of hydrogen. But Sacramento to yeah, such a, yeah. Sacramento to Harris I was Ranch. Say, uh, that's such a good point because that's part of it. I know people are learning about range, and you know there's this idea of range anxiety, um, but it's really about approaching your use and empowerment of the vehicle in a different way that these cars are so smart. Uh, oftentimes, um, you know, they're never going to let you run out of a charge without having told you about that multiple times and where the closest one is. And as this infrastructure improves and more stations, uh, across America, um, you know, pop up the idea of running out of juice, so to speak, you know, it, it's almost impossible even today with the, three 300 mile range call it you know i'll ask folks like well i don't know how when was the last time you drove 300 miles in a day that's right and 98 98 percent of them are like never <laughs> that's right so <laughs> i like that i like that outlook so, David. Yeah. that's great well the electrics certainly have a, a big leg up on the uh, hydrogen cars for sure in that regard the infrastructure is really coming along sure i think that uh yeah if you look at it without going too much further on this, with if you look at it like just like the way you did it, when is the last time you've driven 300 miles? That's a perfect way to maybe introduce people and encourage. Not that I'm the end all of anything, but there's so much uh, anxiety, or I'm never doing that. Uh, I want to drive the car. I want to drive. That's a perfect way to to kind of maybe win people over to say, when was the last time you drove 300 miles? Don't worry about it so much. You'll be fine. Well, the electrics are open 24-7. Right. Too, right? Yes. In a gas car, you get to, if you're driving through the night, uh, you know, a lot of those stations could be closed. Good point there. Um, David, is sure. that... Is it a, and then they... Go ahead. It's exciting. Yeah, I was going to say, just add to that, like, you know, and that's part of, I think, if you can open that door for people and just get them at least comfortable with, well, you're right, I don't ever drive more than 50 miles in a day. Then it opens the door to informing them, and I'm learning as much as anybody, but, you know, regenerative braking or communities across the country that are exploring potentially building roads that would charge your car as you drive on them. And, you know, it just uh, that once that door opens a little bit, there's, there's so many exciting advancements and developments that are actively being worked on as well as just sort of, you know, every day coming up as ideas for people. And, you know, I think Bruce, you mentioned it's amazing how far we've come in uh, just a couple of years, 
I learned, you know, recently at the 1907 Los Angeles Auto Show, which was the first one, and these events were like the Academy Awards with red carpets and people dressed to the nines. Um, but at that very first one, there were 99 vehicles. Two of them were electric. Fantastic. Isn't that crazy? That's, that one, is that's crazy. great. And Jay Leno probably owns them now. Yeah. He probably owns the two. That's funny. Um, <laughs> covering a couple of quick bases, if, if you don't mind, there's other things to talk yeah. about. but. Um, sure. The people who, whether it's the media, uh, those of us who um, are privileged to be in the media and the public with the 10 day show, we might as well cover the bases about uh, protocols uh, with um, COVID? COVID with COVID. And we've, we've received all the information, masks inside and out. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of hand sanitizer and all kinds of different things. Take us through that, if you would, David, and, and what the public um what will be expected of the public uh, when they get to go back to the LA auto show? Sure. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you mentioned it earlier, you know, some of our auto show friends across the country, you know, unfortunately have had to cancel. And when we look back since the pandemic started, I think the one thing that the Los Angeles auto show has been hyper-focused on um, is every time there is a protocol or a mandate, issued from the state, the county, or the city, um, we've constantly been evaluating what does that mean and how do we solve for it so people can have as special of a time as possible um, at our show. We've, we've never contemplated not having a show, um, and so our preparation levels have been extensive. For the first time, it actually postponed in 2020 and then ultimately canceled for May, and now we're back to November. Um, so the most recent guidelines, which um, came out from the city, uh, are are the guidelines along with the county guidelines. The city goes a little bit further, are, are what we're going to follow, and we don't expect anything to change before you know next week. Um, so masks, yes, masks are required uh, over the age of two and to be worn at all times unless actively eating or drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to be you need to be vaccinated um, and show proof of that vaccination. Um, via, you know, an acceptable form of proof, um, or, um, if you have a medical or per, uh, sincerely held personal belief, you can show proof of negativity within 72 hours, uh, again, um, through an acceptable format, home tests are in an acceptable format and all that stuff is listed on our website. Great. You're keeping it safe. That's good. <clears throat> in, in, in a self, on a selfish note, those of us who may be interviewing people, whether it's in podcast format or print format or whatever kind of format, radio, television, people over the air, of course, they're important. Will that all be um, in automobility, the, the pre-show, public pre-show uh, activities, all the same? Or will, will we be able to take our masks off in a secure place to do interviews? Or has that been discussed? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, when we're, when guests are inside, um, you are able to take down your mask if you're actively eating or drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly, if there's a situation um, like you described, and you know we have locations set up for that um, where it warrants someone um, to take down their mask for a very, very brief moment, um, we're gonna we're gonna look to set that up in the safest way possible. Yeah. Okay, uh, back to the, the public part of it. Thank you for telling us that. Um, first time, I think you're going to have an auto manufacturer from, from uh, Vietnam. So could you tell us about this um, situation and why it's um, not in a derogatory way, but 
why is it taken until 2021 uh, to have a Vietnamese company present? Is it a new company? I don't know anything about the manufacturing of automobiles in, in Vietnam. So tell us about that, please. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, uh, speaking solely on personally, um, I didn't know much either. Uh, and I think that's part of what makes it so exciting that there is a Vietnamese EV automaker coming to make a global debut at the LA Auto Show and choosing the auto show to sort of put that stake in the sand and, and plant that flag and let the world know, um, you know, it legitimizes a lot of, of these efforts. Um, I think sometimes you have pro out there and, and they, they sort of want people to believe that it's real, but it might not always be as real as, as it's positioned. Um, but when some, when a company like VinFast comes to the table and the way they've come to the table this year um, at Automobility LA, they're going to make some really big announcements um, for some of their vehicles. Um, letting, you know, they're so proud of their culture. They're so proud of their cars. Um, and again, we're, we're kind of honored to have them and have them chosen us to do that. Um, within the mix of all of the, you know, the so-called legacy automakers and um, the Fiskers of the world that, you know, people may be more familiar with, um, VinFast is here to say, uh, take a look at us and, and we couldn't be more proud of what we're showing you. That's great. Uh, David, another question um, for people who have never been to an auto show: what what would you what who's it for, and and what are you going to see? Yeah, that I get asked that question a lot. Um, I kind of break it up into a couple different groups or a few groups. You know, first and foremost is, is that new car shopper. You know, they're they're an intended purchaser in the next twelve months. They know they want a a new car. They haven't made a decision yet, or maybe they're eyeing one or two and that, you know, that's, you know, really at the heart of what the auto show is about. Like our, you know, we're, we're, we're proven to help sell cars for dealers um, and automakers who participate. And there's no place to do that. Like an auto show where you can come in with an idea about a car or vehicle or two and, and see it, but then all of a sudden be walking by and another one catches your eye and you can talk to somebody whose agenda isn't to sell you that, car that day, their agenda is to inform you as much as possible to make a decision um, that is right for your life. And so more than often, we, we talk to people in our surveys and we hear that they came in, you know, knowing they were going to choose one of two vehicles and they ended up, you know, now with a consideration list of three or four. Um, so the, the, the car shopper kind of is paramount. I think the car enthusiast is right there with, you know, behind it, maybe just like that love of the automobile and the sort of, we talk a lot about like the love affair with the automobile and sure. how the EV is sort of like reigniting that in some ways, because there's just, it's not so much about new models. It's a, it's about like new developments and new technology and empowerment. And that love affair is kind of coming back and, then it's just, you know, it's almost this cornucopia overstimulation of, of cars and automobiles and SUVs and trucks. And it's just awesome to have it all as a collection in one place. And so, you know, it brings out that kid playing with their Hot Wheels or, you know, I got a two-year-old and he's obsessed with cars and trucks. And it sort of taps into that feeling, I think, for all the car enthusiasts out there. Um, the third group is really that, family 
sort of I have a specific sort of worldview of my life and I I need to entertain them and the auto show can, you know, accomplish that through, you know, a variety of the activations and interactive digital stuff. And there's the outdoor ride and drives where you're climbing mountains and, but also to look at the vehicles that are coming out, you know, whether it's crossover and SUV or even some of the trucks that, you know, again, I go back to that word, like how do you empower a mom to be as, you know, productive or dad, you know, of course, uh, as they can in a day um, and the vehicle playing an essential role in that. And, you know, the, the ones that are coming out today, you know, they've got outlets and they've got large screens and screens in the back and, you know, connectivity. And so the, this idea of empowerment keeps, you know, coming, coming through our narrative and family is a big part of that. Um, And then the last group I would say is, is that sort of, things to do uh in my neighborhood in my community whether it's the the halloween pumpkin patch spectacular or you know holiday on ice there's nothing like the la auto show to you know take a day spend five hours climb inside you know a jeep over a camp jeep and like you know rip around on an adventure course then you can go inside and check out the latest vehicles from you know every automaker almost out there um it's just, you know, as a things to do, uh, it, it, it's high on my list. It's I like agree. You, you use the word overstimulation. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. You don't know Tech- which way to turn first. It's great. Technology is well, a good one. Yeah. Uh, the merging of technology with vehicles is really getting crazy on a good thing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Uh, on a selfish note, um, I remember a few years ago, I don't think Bruce went to the show where the automobility uh, first year, I believe, where the technology was there, but the juxtaposition because the highlight was looking at Volkswagens, and there were, you know, some wonderful vintage bugs and campers, and so it was the whole Volkswagen, even a Volkswagen that was um, geared toward um, weddings, and it had uh, a lot of uh, stuff on the outside, whether it was rebar, I forgot how they made it, but it was white and it was beautifully decorated for a, as a wedding Volkswagen. And there were guys who, you know, made dune buggies and it was fantastic, but it was in the year that the technology part was uh, also introduced. So um, what do we have in store, if you can say, for automobility uh, that day when we get to walk around and see see the new stuff? Yeah, I mean, automobility, it, it serves a really unique um, purpose for us. One, you know, of course, to have the media, the industry, the trade all come to the LA auto show and be able to connect and network and see that as a place where they can further their own businesses. And, um, but also as a platform for automakers to, to sort of, um, emphasize and elevate their messages via our platform and the millions or billions of impressions that we can generate to make these really special announcements, whether that's a sort of global debut um, with like a VinFast or a Mullen and Fisker Oceans, um, or if it's just technology advantage uh, advances and they're, they're looking to, to showcase a major, you know, maybe, you know, somewhere between evolution and revolution sometimes of of technology. And, you know, we can provide that platform in a consolidated way where all the world is watching for two days. Um, 
and that message gets amplified so much. Uh, and then for us, the second part of that and on the consumer side is it provides even that last, you know, we've been marketing and advertising and PR for months now, but after Automobility LA and the traditional media and social media and earned media and owned media of these automakers is pumping all of that excitement out, it's the best promotion for the consumer days than to carry forward for the next 10 days. So, and it is, it's a great mix. Um, like I talked about some of the debuts and you were mentioning Volkswagen, you know, one of the really exciting things this year that I'm, um, I'm kind of pumped to check out. I don't know if you guys remember the, the lost Corvettes and, and that story, but yes, I do recall. So, yeah. Yeah. So the, the great eight, as they're calling it, which are the final eight Corvettes found in that, um, Was that York, the yeah. uh-huh. yes, in New York, they are going to be shown at the LA auto show uh, and the sweepstakes is ending this year or beginning of next year. So it's uh, literally the last chance to try and win these vehicles. Uh, and so that's super cool. I mean, you've got the original, uh, I think it's the 53, I think is the original. I'm, I'm trying to remember now. Yeah, the 53 is there, the 56, the 66, the 67, the 69, 76, 81, and 86. And, and like the collection together is worth nearly a million dollars. So, you know, you talk about that, what's old is new and all of that, like that connection to, again, that love affair with the vehicle is constantly, we're all constantly reminded of it by like special moments like this is barn find in New York City and garages with 36, you know, Corvettes that all got restored. It's just so cool. It is. Uh, Those of us who love vintage cars more than new cars, uh, I think it's pretty common these days not to dismiss any new car. I can't wait. Uh, That's going to be a great uh, thing. I remember a couple of years ago in Quick when the first day of the show, they had Elizabeth Taylor's uh, one-of-a-kind Lincoln for the first day. Uh And then they took out with a few more vintage Lincolns and then they took it out for the second day and they put the new Lincolns in. And I liked Lincoln's approach that one year where you got, you saw the history of the car and then, you know, where history has gone to today. That was a, a novel approach by, by that. And I don't know if any other company is going to pick up on that, but certainly the, the Corvette iconic, you know, America's car and all that, that'll be a great attraction to, to the media and of course to the, to the public. Um, with the public, I'm curious to know about, and tying in with COVID again, what, what is the ambassador situation this year? Um, some people don't like that approach. Uh, I don't have any problem with it. There are female ambassadors and there are male ambassadors and they're both equally nice, knowledgeable. Is the ambassador program still going to be intact this year? Yeah, just let me re- make sure I clarify. Uh, tell me what you mean by ambassador program. Now. <coughs> well, the, I, they used to call them uh, the pretty girls. The pretty, we used to cars. call them pretty girls, and oh, I, I was trying okay. to be PC. <laughs> I was trying to be, you know, a little woke, but I shouldn't have. Went, yeah, sorry right, about that. Right, right. Um, uh, no worries. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you hit it. You hit it on the head. Like you know, the the automakers. <laughs> all have a strategy, um, you know, to get people interested in their cars. And I think that's evolved over time. And, you know, we're all constantly evaluating what's appropriate to us um, individually and and companies have to do that too. So 
I expect there to be some flair. Um, what what that flair exactly looks like, you know, they're all deciding on their own. Jeep had some flair two years ago, I recall. Jeep had flair. Um, I was scolded, um, I think it's two years ago now, although it could have been three. I think it's two years ago when the Rivian was making its debut, and I was, like everybody else, I was so enamored by this new vehicle with its um, acceleration cap- uh, capacities and its styling and the technology of it, the pass-through uh, was great. And so I tried to open the door, and I was scolded in a, in a I want to say, in an endearing way. I was, you know, it was the media day, but I uh, was scolded yeah. by um, a very nice uh, male ambassador. He knew it, and I, as we shook hands, or I think we shook hands, he just filled me in on all kinds of detail and probably wouldn't have unless he told me not to do something at first. And then we be kind of became, you know, professional friends. So he was a very knowledgeable guy. And the the, the women are, I know they've all been trained and, and uh, they're great. And, and they um, add to the show and it's been done that way for years and years and years. It's tradition. And well, they know everything about the car, too. Yes. They're very, very knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable. They'll have most answers, and most of them have, uh, they'll have a, a uh, um, what do you call it, a screen or a laptop. A laptop. And if something they don't know, they can look it up. So yeah. they're very knowledgeable. Yeah, it's great. It's Everybody works together, and so that's a part of the show that I'm sure the public appreciates. Uh, and just to have people there who are knowledgeable about the car, whether it's a salesman or someone who's been brought into the show, that's a that's a for the public in case they're maybe somehow intimidated. I think I was the first time I went there, and now it's just it's. I look forward to it. It's great. They're very knowledgeable people. I'm sure you'll agree. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what you know behind behind it all. That's what matters. And then you know, getting someone comfortable to your point about feeling okay to walk up and approach somebody. Um, it doesn't matter what they look like or, you know, what they're wearing, you know, the minute they start talking about the, the vehicle and the, the points that you're interested in hearing, that's all that matters. As, a, as another side note here, a few years ago, maybe it was two years ago, we were looking at one of the new Kias and all of a sudden we had a private audience. We went into a special room and we were interviewing the, the president of Kia. If I remember correctly, mm. Bruce, and that was wow. uh, we didn't expect that, and it was very nice of the man. Hey, fellas, how's it going? And and uh, there's a lot of media people there, and whether you're from you know a, a very large publication or a medium print publication like I am or our podcast, um, he was accommodating, and it was a it was a, a great treat just to sit down with this guy for you know a good half hour, and we talked all things Kia. It was it was really fantastic. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, that's one of the cool things about the auto show as well. I, you know, I almost think of it sometimes as like a music festival and you have all these automakers and brands that are really the artists. Um, but within that world, there's also celebrity. And, you know, sometimes it's um, celeb- celebrity through partnership and, you know, might be a sports or, a, you know, an a- athlete or a musician. But often it's the it's the actual president of the company or you know i mentioned fisker ocean earlier yes Um, you know we get so many emails uh related to henry fisker and you know so it's like people become enamored with a brand and then they get enamored with the people who are behind the brand sometimes it's the the engineers or whatever it may be um so that's really fun to your point to turn a corner and potentially run into someone like that um it's just another really fun aspect yes 
David, uh, what are some key th- things this year that you're excited about or you want to tell the public about? Yeah, I think what, I, what I'm most excited about is almost this amazing balance of indoor and outdoor excitement. Um, I briefly mentioned Camp Jeep, but outside, you know, at these activations, Camp Jeep, VW Roadshow, Ford Bronco Built Wild, these guys are coming in and and they're building this off-road thrill ride along um, for people that really, when you walk up to the convention center, um, is going to be something to behold. Uh, And we also have all the test drives outside with, I think we have over a dozen different brands who are all bringing different models um, at test drives and rides. And you can, you know, some are only ride-alongs, like the SUV outdoor courses are ride-alongs because you're going to be inside with a professional driver. Um, But the test drives, you know, you can drive or ride along if you choose. Um, But then you go inside, and we've got more. We've got uh, a brand-new indoor EV track. Uh, This is a partnership with Electrify America, who's really been a great this year to come to the table helping us promote the ev track as well as the zivas awards um and you'll be able to get uh get inside an ev indoors on this track fifty-five thousand square foot track um and check out some uh some of the models out there uh, i like some it. of the other automakers yeah it's cool uh some of the other automakers are doing the same thing inside their exhibits this year um there's gonna be a maki Ford Mach-E ride along inside the Ford exhibit. Um, Ram has taken uh, one of their main areas, turned it into the Ram truck territory, which is going to be, you know, all about getting inside their full line of trucks and, you know, being able to experience all that power. Um, so, and, and then of course, you know, things that people are familiar with, but have a new twist. Um, Subaru has got a brand new, uh, national parks experience this year, which should be really cool to check out. We've got like caves and led lights. And the, of course they do their Subaru loves pets. So, you know, ability to you have dogs yourself. running around. We had yeah. dogs one year. That was great. I, stat, I wasted a lot. Yep. Of, I shouldn't say wasted. I took a lot of time to pet the animals that were there last time. There's I was... nothing like a dog that needs a home <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. to steal your time. Right. Uh, but yeah. that's, you know, and that, again, that goes back to, you know, it's kind of corny, but that a little something for everyone line, you sure. know, there really is, you know, it's five hours, like I said, to really explore this uh, whole campus, so to speak. And um, you're going to continue to find, you know, new things around every corner. And, you know, at some point it's hard to imagine you're not going to find what you're looking for if you're there in the first place. You know, we got Galpin with their Hall of Customs. Every year, Porsche turns Petrie Hall into Porsche Hall, and you walk in, and it's just like, wow. It's a big wow, yes. Dedicated to Porsche, yeah. <clears throat> uh, and so, you know, they bring it every year, and, um, you know, it's just, it's it's been great to to see the support of the automakers that like we talked about at the onset. It's, it's been two years, and when you think about the, the pent-up demand for an automaker to share what they've been working on, you know, and wanting to have shown people, but haven't been able to over those two years, um, is just, and then the pent up demand on the flip side from the consumers to go out and see these things. It's it a lot. feels so good to be back. Sure. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of pageantry and, uh, fanfare. Yeah. I think that yeah. it's no secret that the, uh, the number of sales of automobiles in the United States last year overall was down. 
some some manufacturers were still up, but people suffered um, every kind of business, including the auto industry. So um, it's a good way to, like I said, pent up energy is uh, is a good thing to for the show. And I I think we 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 would be remiss if we didn't mention that there are all kinds of different price structures for tickets: general public, people in the military, children. Um, I'm sure senior seniors, tickers, yep. seniors are all kinds of different price structures, and that and every other detail of the show that you can possibly imagine is on the LA Auto Show website. Uh, so it's the dates of the show, the dates of the show, everything that's involved, uh, maybe even some auxiliary functions that are in the area. It's a very um, nicely presented website. It's uh, laautoshow.com, I believe. And uh, it's a place to find out all the information you could possibly want uh, at parking, which is always difficult uh, in the area. But the the parking structure um, is below and very close to the show itself. So and it's pretty, pretty well organized to get there. and the show was open late. I was surprised to see some of the show hours were late into the night, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it goes, um, you know, till till nine, ten o'clock some nights. And yeah, you know, you mentioned the ticket pricing and that, and you're absolutely right. You know, when when we set out this year and every year, it's about you know, if someone's interested, hopefully we've presented. Uh, a package or a ticket type that you know fits in with their life and you know we wanted to to honor our our military and first responders so there's some programs for them as you mentioned there's regular adult there's senior there's child um, we got some early entry programs on the weekend so it gets you into the show an hour early which a lot of people like um, the weekends can get crowded so that extra hour um, you can really move around quite a bit and see a lot of the show before the general doors open. Um, and then for families, we've got um, a pre-Thanksgiving and a Thanksgiving family four-pack. Uh, so you just get four people together, any mix of adults, senior kids, um, and you can buy the four-pack, save a little money, come out on the day before Thanksgiving. Or um, what may surprise a lot of people on Thanksgiving, uh, it's a... Uh, it's a, it's a pretty good show uh, as far as turnout goes. A lot of people like to get to the L.A. Auto Show um, and experience it as a tradition. We see a lot of grandfathers, fathers, and sons, um, and then uh, head back before they have the big meal. Uh, or, of course, if they're, you know some communities don't celebrate Thanksgiving, so it's a great day for them to get together and, and do something a little different and check out the show. Family gathering, that's a new one. Yep, I bet you're right. One, one night a couple of years ago, I went to a... Um get a bite to eat down the street and uh i was just sitting at the counter and there was a just as you mentioned a father and son they were taking a few days together the father was a former porsche executive and the son was now into cars and we had a just a really nice conversation about cars i just said hello and they said hello and next thing you know we're buying each other beers and and we're having a good time and it was fantastic to get to know these two guys and their interest in cars father son it doesn't get much better than that um so um yeah i can't tell you how many i mean it's it's not a small number uh emails i've gotten that some something along the lines of i used to go every year with my dad and now i take my son every year and we're so glad it's back. Um, it's just, you know, some variation of that. Dozens upon dozens uh, of emails come in. And for us, that's just, you know, that's part of the drive of why you do it and why we're all doing 18-hour days right now <laughs> and, and making it happen, you know? 
and, and dare I say, of course, without being uh, flippant about this in any level, it could be mother and daughter, it could be mother and son, yeah, or father and daughter, yeah, it could be any you know any friends, it could be anybody. But um, the father son thing was a, a personal experience, so that was great. Hey, David, um, thank you so much with your eighteen hour days uh, to take yeah, your time for no the for us you know two guys in Sacramento here. Um, hopefully, uh, somewhere in the in the next week or so. Well, if you're going to be on site, I'm assuming you are, that we'll get to shake hands or do knuckles or whatever whatever it is. And uh, we look forward to that. So everybody, please uh, consider attending the LA Auto Show. It's a great, whether it's for the media, we, we have some fun. And then the the public show is 10 days. And boy, it's, it's a really good time. So um, thanks to David Fortin. Uh, from the LA yeah, Auto Show. We really appreciate the time. Fist bumps and beer sound good to me in a couple of weeks. So that sounds I'm down. Okay, great. Thank you, sir. Cheers. Very good. All right. Take care, guys. You appreciate too. it. Thank you. Bye bye.